Today's daf is Bava Metziah daf Gimel. And we are 16 lines from the bottom of daf Beis Omid Beis, Leymo Masnisen Deloy Kesumchas. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu B'nei Yisrael, Hanesunu Batsar of Ashivya. Today's daf is also being learned for Ilui Nishmas, Rebbe Avram Shmuel Binyamin, Ben Rebbe Yitzchak Aryeh. So yesterday, Be'ezer Sashem, we began a new Masechta, Maseches Bava Metziah, which began with the epic Mishnah, Shnayim Moichsen Betalis, Ze Oimer Ani Mitzosio, Ze Oimer Ani Mitzosio, Ze Oimer Kula Shali, Ze Oimer Kula Shali, Ze Yishova She'en Loi Ba'pachas Michetzio, Ze Yishova She'en Loi Ba'pachas Michetzio, V'yach Loiku. The Gemara explained that this seer of the Mishnah is really Tartik Tani. It's discussing two different disputes between two people. In the first, two people walk into Bezdin holding on to a talus, each one claiming that they're the one that found the talus. In other words, there's an agreement that this talus was lost, once belonged to somebody else. That owner was miyayish from the talus. Talach is that whoever finds it, is allowed to keep it. What they're arguing about is who is the one that found it first? In the second case, two people walk into Bezdin, holding on to a talus. They're in agreement that this talus belonged to somebody else. He sold it. They're arguing about which one of them bought the talus. I'm the one that bought the talus. I'm the one that bought the talus. The Mishnah said each one swears that they don't own less than half. Why that funny Nusach HaShvua, the Gemara is going to explain. And then the Halach is, assuming each one is willing to swear, we're going to divide the Talis in two. This person takes half the Talis, and that person takes half the Talis. The Gemara said that the reason the Mishnah said the Halacha of Shnaim Oichzim Talis, both in the context of a Metziah and in the context of Mekach Memkar, both in the context of Ze Oimra Nimitzasiya, Ze Oimra Nimitzasiya, and Ze Oimra Kulashali, Ze Oimra Kulashali, is because had the Tana the Mishnah only told me the halacha in the context of Metziah and not Mekachememkar, or had the Tana the Mishnah only told me the halacha in the context of Mekachememkar and not in the context of Metziah, I may not have been able to learn one from the other. And the reason is because the whole halacha of the Mishnah if you think about it, is a little bit of a chiddush. The reason it's a chiddush is because you have a person who's claiming that this talus is his. You're not sure if he's telling the truth. In other words, you chayshe that maybe he's a Gaza. So what do you tell him? Swear that you're telling the truth. And if you do, I'll give you half the talus. Really, there seems to be an inherent flaw with the way Chazal looked at this. Because to the extent that you're concerned that this person may be a Gazlan, then for the same price, he probably will have no problem swearing falsely. Just to be clear, we know that before a person swore, they would ma'ayan the person, and they would really spook him out. People did a lot of averis, but when it came to shvur, they were afraid to swear. But that's as it relates to a shvur de raisa. 
Shvuis de Raisa, the Mishnah is saying, Mesach de Shvuis, were things that were taken very, very seriously. This Shvuis is Shvuid Rabbanon. They weren't ma'ayim in him the same way that they were ma'ayim a person that was going to swear shvur day raisa. So to the extent that this person's a chashet and you think that he might not be telling the truth and he's willing to take something that belongs to somebody else, then for the same price, this person might also be willing to swear falsely. So why then is it that we impose the shvur? What is the shvur even going to help? If you think he might not be telling the truth, then he's going to swear falsely as well. The answer is that we suspect that it could be this person is not as bad a guy as he may come across in our Mishnah. The reason he's willing to say Ani even though it really wasn't Ani Mitzasiyah, or the reason he's willing to say Kulishli despite the fact that it's not really Kulishli is because he's Moira Hatter. He's Moira Hatter. And being that there's a Svara of Moira Hatter, therefore it could be he's not really a Goslin. Thus, we'll make him swear for the shvuah already. You don't have the svara of Moira Hatter, and therefore, the shvuah is actually going to work. The reason the Mishnah said the halacha, both in the case of Mitzia and in the case of Mechachamemker, because there's a svara to say that the person would be Moira Hatter by Mitzia, not by Mechachamemker, and there's a svara to say the person would be Moira Hatter by Mechachamemker, not Mitzia. Why? Refer to yesterday's da. But the point is that being that the whole basis of the halacha of the Mishnah, of Yachloiku B'Shvua, is predicated on the fact that this person might not be a Gazlan, could be all he is is a Meir Hatter, the time of the Mishnah felt that it had to tell me that the Svara of Meir Hatter imp- applies say we're, we're dealing with a Metziah, and say we're, we're dealing with a Mecca But the bottom line is, the halacha of the Mishnah is Yachloiku B'Shvua, based on the fact that we think this person might be Meir Hatter, make him swear, He'll come clean, and like this, we'll know the truth. Now, if he swears, okay, he's entitled to his half. And if he swears, he's going to be entitled to his half as well. The Gemara made one observation, which is where we ended yesterday's daf, and that is, at first glance, it would seem, Masnisin Deloy Ke Benanis. Who's Benanis? Benanis is mentioned in Mishnah, Mesach Deshvuah, Staf Memhei. The context of that Mishnah is, where there was a person that went over to Chenveni, and he said, I owe my Poyalim money. Will you do me a favor? Will you please pay the Poyalim, the money, that I owe him. The Chemvedi said, sure, no worries. A day later, the Poilim come over to this Balabus that owed him money and says, Kesef and you owe me money. He says, I told the Chemvedi to pay you. Chemvedi never gave me any money. Goes to the Chemvedi and he tells the Chemvedi, did you make the payment to my Poilim? He says, yes, absolutely, I did. There's uh, Shaila. Someone's not telling the truth, but we have no way of knowing. Says the Chachamim, each one of these parties swears to the validity of what it is they're saying. In other words, the Poilam swear that they never received money. The Chemvini swears that he gave the money, and the Halach is the Balabais is going to have to give the Poilam per their Shvur that they never received the money, and he's going to have to make the Chemvini all per his Shvur that he already made the payment. When Benanas heard the Salach, he said, elu elu He said, there's no way in the world this could be a good Psach, because Bezdin is enforcing and imposing a Shvur where they know for a fact that one person is going to be swearing falsely. We would never do something like that, says the Gemara. Our Mishnah is doing what Benana said is untenable. Because in our Mishnah, you have two people that are fighting over a towers, and what's the halacha? And one of these people are not telling the truth. It's either Kulashali, Kulashali, it's either Animitzasi or Animitzasi. Yet, at the same time, we make the two people swear. So the Gemara said, should we assume that the Mishnah is not like Benana? The Gemara says no. It could be the only time Benana said is halacha. 
that we will not impose this shvua where one of them is going to swear falsely. That's if for sure one of them is going to be swearing falsely. But in our Mishnah, lav dafka, any of them are swearing falsely. And the reason is because although each person said anim and each person said kulashali, but that's not the nusach shvua. The shvua is not I swear I found it or I swear kulashali. The nusach shvua is that I don't own less than half. So really, the shvua is that I own at the very least a half. What are we giving the person a half? It's actually possible that each person owns a half because there is a possibility, although that's not what they're saying, but it's possible that it's animitzasiya, the animitzasiya. Maybe they picked it up at the same time. It's possible that kulashali, kulashali, meaning each one made a kinyan in it, each one bought it because they bought it as shutfim. And being that at the end of the day, what they're swearing is possible that that's what happened. So it's not muchach that it's bali de shvoshav, being that it's not muchach that it's bali de shvoshav, it could be even over here, bananas would be moida. The reason we chaz it over the daf is chazor is gishmak, A, B, because it very much segues into today's daf. Every prat that we just chaz it over is pertinent to pshat tova understanding, even on a very simple daf yoyimbi level, bava metziah daf gemozok, digimar leimamas, these in the lake of sumchis. It would seem at first glance that our Mishnah is not like sumchis, ik sumchis, because if the time of our Mishnah holds in accordance with sumchis, ha'amar, momen amutu besafik, chalkin beloy shvua, that momen that's mutu besafik is chalkin beloy shvua. So who's sumchis? And when did sumchis say momen amutu besafik, chalkin beloy shvua? And what do those words even mean. So Rashi sends us back to Mesechus Bavakamu, Perik Shor Shonogach Esapar. So Perik Shor Shonogach Esapar begins with a shar that was Nogach Apara. Venimtso Ubru And when all the people arrived at the scene of the crime, they found a guilty shar, a para that was killed by the shar, and there was an ubra betzita, meaning there was also a dead fetus that was lying on the side. And there was a shayla, whether or not the shar had killed the para while she was still muberis, meaning the shar killed the para and the uber, or it could be the para gave birth to the uber before the negicha took place, it died on its own, it miscarried. As a result, although the shor was nogach the para, but the shor was not nogach the uber. And there was a major machloikis between Sumchas and the Chachamim. How you go about this? The Chachamim say, Right now, the Bala Para, the Nizik wants that the Bala Shar should pay him not only for the damages to the Para, but also for the damages to the Uber. Prove to me that my Shar Shtois then killed your Uber, and I'll pay it. But unless you can prove that, you have no ability to take money out of me. And the reason is because I'm Muchsik in the money, and we know the rules. Sumchis says that being that there's a Suffolk, whether or not the there's a shail over here whether the Balashar is responsible for those damages. What you have here is Momana Mutabasafik and Momana Mutabasafik Talach is Khilkim Baloishvu. The point is, Sumchis seems to be of the opinion, and this is super duper high level, that if you have Momana Mutabasafik, What's the halacha? Chalkim Baloishvua. Our mission of Shnai Mikhsa Metalis is Momana Mutabasafik. We don't know who owns the talis. We don't know who found it. We don't know who bought it. L'chura, what you have here is Mamun HaMutah B'Safik. And what does the Mishnah say? Chalkin, that's true. Aber B'Shvua. 
Tzumche said, Chalkin Boloish Tfua. The Mishnah says, Chalkin Bish Tfua. It's Dr. Gemara. Lehman Masis and Loike Sumchis. Tika Sumchis. I'm a mother and I'm a mother. 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 What? You're going to tell me that the time of the Mishnah is the Rabbanon? Is that better? Ha'amri Hamoitse Mechaveri Olavaraya. The Rabbanon say that anytime you have mom and I'm a mother, Hamoitse Mechaveri Olavaraya. That's not what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said, Shnai Moichse Metalis, Chalkin Bish Tfua. The Mara says, Hi, my. No. What kind of a response is that? Yeah, I'm a Bishlami Rabban Mishlam. Then it makes sense. Hosnam over there. In the case of Shoshanokh Sapara, with the Rabbanon said, where you don't have two people muhsik in the money. You have one person muhsik in the money, the Balashar, I'm Rabbanon That's what the Rabbanon said, I'm But Hoch over here, the Travayu Tafsi, we're Shnayimar Oichsamatalis. So this moment right now, Chalzeanudon, and you have two muhsakim, Palgilabashvu, it makes sense. That Allah would be Yachloiku, and maybe even Yachloiku Bashvu. Eli, I'm at Sumchis, but if you're going to tell me that the Tan of the Mishnah is Sumchis, Hashd, Umahos, and Blay Tafsi, Travayu, Chokim Bashvu, Madoch, by. Where no one is muhsik in the money. The halacha is, or at the very least, they're not both muhsik. The halacha is chalkin below shvua. Hach over here, the chavayot tafsila, where they're both muhsik, like kolshkin, certainly the halacha should be that they're going to be chalkin below shvua. In other words, the Gemara says that bishloima, the chachamim, who hold. That Shoshanaka Chasapara Hamoitzi Mechaveri Olvarai. So the distinction between Shoshanaka Chasapara and Shnai Moichs and Metalis is so obvious. Shoshanaka Chasapara, one person's holding on to the money. Shnai Moichs and Metalis, two people are holding on to the talis. The Chachamim hold that when you have Momen Amutu Vesafik Hamoitzi Mechaveri Olvarai. Okay, over there, there's one Muchsik, thus there's one Moitzi, it's Olvaraya, and therefore the Allah is. In our Mishnah, we're Shnai Moichs and Metalis, so there's no one person that has any adifus over the other person. Thus, the Allah is going to be Chalkin and Chalkin Bishvur. Now, why Chalkin Bishvur? Whatever, but the point is, it's going to be Chalkin Bishvur. It's no Shaykhis to the case of Shnar Shanaga Chasapar. But according to Sumchis, that doesn't care about the Muchsik in Shnar Shanaga Chasapar. He holds that if you have Maman Amotab Safik, the halacha is chokin, and not just chokin, but loishvur. So then, in our Mishnah, the halacha should be the same. You have mom and amut of a safik, and the halacha should be chokin, and it should be chokin, but loishvur. In fact, the Gemara argues that Beteris Kalvachimer, if Sumcha said chokin, but loishvur, by Shnar he should have chokin, but loishvur, in the case of Shnai Moichs and Because over here, each person would seem to have more of a Shaykhis to his half than in the case of because over here each person is holding on to half so if each person is holding on to half on some level as we'll see in the course of today's daf that demonstrates that he has a Shaykhis to that half and if Sumchis holds that where each person does not have necessarily a Shaykhis to the half that we're giving him where you don't have two muhsakim. Still, Sumcha says, if it's Mamun Amut of and you have a claim, that's enough for you to take it. No, Shvu is just walk home and take it because at the end of the day, you have a Shaykhist to have. So, Kalvachimer, if you're Muhsik in half, you shouldn't be able to have a Shaykhist to that half. So, to make our Mishnah reconcile with the Sheet of the Chachamim and Shashanakh Sapar is easy. But Sumchis, at first glance, would seem not to stim, thus, the immortal words 
That's if the two parties over here that are laying claim to this money are arguing, maybe it's mine, or maybe it's mine, maybe I owe you. Maybe you owe me. Avul bari you bari like, but it could be where it's bari you bari. Where each person is not saying shema, but each person is coming with a confidence. It could be over there. Sumchas didn't say as halacha of mamanap multiple safik cholkim below shvua. What's the svara? The svara is where you're a shema of a shema. You can't make the person swear. The reason he can't make the person swear is because he has no idea. So what's he going to swear that he doesn't know? So there's no shvua that you can impose. Being that there is no nusach hashvur that makes any sense, but with the two people are arguing with confidence, where they're coming with a tiny bari, there you could make him swear. In other words, Sumchis holds that the right way to address Maman Amotabasafik is to be Chalkin Bishvua. But only where you could make him swear. So where it's Bari Bari and you could make him swear, there the Allah is going to be Chalkin Bishvua. Where it's Shema Vashema and you can't make him swear, so there the Allah is going to be Chalkin Bishvua. Mm-hmm. But the Gemara says, but according to Rabbi Funda, that said that Oma Sumchis Afilu Bari Bari, my Yikilabayim, there's a big machlokis Amiram. We saw this a few times in Masachas Bavakama. We're going to see it again later in Masechus Bava Metziah. Whether Sumchis, who said his halacha, Maman Amut HaBasafik, Chalkin B'Lai Shavu, said it dafka by Shema V'Shema, or he said it even in the case of Bari Bar. Meaning, Bishloim, if Sumchis only said his halacha by Shema V'Shema, good, that's the distinction between Shlein B'Chis and Metalis and Shosh and Chasapar. But according to Rabbi Barafuna, he's the Amur that holds. That Sumchis said his halacha, Afilu Bari Yubari, Ma'yikalameymar, you see, even by Bari Yubari, where you could make him swear, still the halach is, he doesn't swear. It's Chalkin B'Lei Shvua. So how do you reconcile Sumchis is halach with our Mishnah is Nebem Asis and the Loikis? Sumchis, the Gemara says, Afilu Teimah Sumchis. Could be our Mishnah is going even according to Sumchis. Kiyama Sumchis, when did Sumchis say his halach? Amom and Amot of Slavik, Chalkin B'Lei Shvua. That's Heicha de Ikara Durara de Ramayin. That's only if there's a Durara de Ramayin. Aval Heicha de Lekha Durara de Ramayin Eloi. But if there's no Durara de Ramayin, could be then Sumchis didn't say his halach. What do those words mean? Durara de Ramayin. It's a major Machloikis Rishonim, Rashi, Toysvis, Ander. We'll speak out Shitas Rashi. Rashi says that means The only time Sumchis said is Allah of is when one person here is going to lose out. Meaning, in a case of if the Shtar killed the Uber, then by not making the Baal Hashar pay for the Uber, so the Nizik, the Baal HaPara, is going to lose out. If the Shar did not shtois the Para, and you're going to tell the Baal HaShar you have to pay for the Uber, well, then you're going to be Mechaev the Shar when really you're not supposed to be Mechaev the Shar. So whoever ends up getting the raw end of this is physically going to lose money. Either you're going to have someone who's going to be prosecuted as a mazik, when really he's not a mazik, he's shown the parah, but not the over. Or you can have a nizik who's not going to get reimbursed, even though he has a mamayni gabach, klapi the mazik, because we're not going to force the mazik to make payment to the nizik. When there's a din toira, and there's mamayna multi besafik, 
And if we get it wrong, this Jorah de Mamoina, which actually says means Chisara in Momen, it's Bechai Gavna that we say Momen Amutu Besafik Chalkim However, when you have a Din Torah and there's Momen Amutu Besafik, but no one's going to lose out, then you don't say it. In Shnai Moichs and Metalis, no one's going to lose. Why? In the case of Zayman Nimitzasiyah, Zayman Nimitzasiyah, where they're fighting over an Aveda, in the worst case scenario, the person that found the Aveda is not going to get the Aveda. It's one of the themes here in the beginning of Bava Metzia. We don't view that as a Chisara moment. Even though maybe it's really your Aveda, but at the end of the day, easy come, easy go. It's not hard-earned money. And as a result, we don't view that as Jorah the Mamoina. In the case of Mekach Memkar, the Gemara had made the Akimt in yesterday's death. They both made payment. Whoever ends up losing this court case, at the very least, is going to get his money back. And as a result, there's no chisar in Maman. When did Sumcha say that Allah of Maman, Amut of Asafi, Chalkim, when there's Jorah the Mamoina, when there's chisar in Maman, in our Mishnah, there's no chisar in Maman, there's no Jorah the Mamoina, sign at the first case of Zayim Ranimit Sasev, Zayim Ranimit sign at the second case of Zayim Akulashali, and that's why, says the Gemara, could be our Mishnah really stems with Sumchas. But the Gemara says, I hear the distinction. It's a very clear delineation. The two cases are not the same. In one case, there's Dura de Mamoina, in the other case, there's not Dura de Mamoina. But the Gemara says that in Svara, I think it should be just the opposite. I mean, the way Rashi explains this, the Gemara is about to ask two kashas, not one. Even though when you read the Gemara, it sounds like one. But if you look in the Hilgir Rashi, Rashi very clearly is mefarish it as two. Where each one of these people, if they end up losing, there's going to be a chesarin moment. Right? If we force the balashar to pay, there's a chesarin moment. And if the balapar does not get paid, there's a chesarin moment. Additionally, the oid says Rashi. Additionally, for sure, there's no question that when we paskin chalkim shvua, we're getting the halacha wrong because really it either belongs 100 percent to the mazik does the money or 100 percent to the nizik because either the shor shtois the uber or didn't shtois the uber. Yet, despite the fact that you have those two considerations, we are. When we say Yachloiko, one person for sure is going to lose half because there's no question that it's either for sure his and for sure his. Additionally, we're for sure getting it wrong because we know either it's 100% for the Mazik or it's 100% for the Nizik. Still, Amas Sumchis. What was Sumchis? Is Allah. Maman Amutabasafik, Chotimbalechvua, Hacha, and Shnaim Meichsa Metalis. The Lekadar of the Mamoina. Where there is no Jar the Mamoina, like we explained. Additionally, the Ikala Mema de Travaihi. You could say that the two people actually are both telling the truth in the sense that each one is entitled to have. Meaning, it's yutachin and it's possible that when we say chalkin, we're getting it right. So, like kolshkein, wouldn't it for sure make sense to say that Allah should be chalkin with Ishvua? Meaning, I understand that the case of Sumchas and the case of Ramesh is not the same case. In one case, it's Jorah the the other case, it's not Jorah the But the Gemara says, if you plug it into your rationale, I think the outcome... Doesn't stem because madach we say 
where there's a drawer the mamayna. Oh, and by the way, we're, we're for sure getting it wrong because ikulameimah kula lemar, ikulameimah kula lemar, which Rashi says al karchach aikula demar, aikula demar. Then certainly, when there's no drawer the mamayna, additionally, certainly where it's possible that if you say chalkin, we're getting it right, then the halacha should just be chalkin. Now again, the halacha in the Mishnah is chalkin, but it's chalkin b'shvua. And if sumchus holds mamon amutav b'safik chalkin b'loy shvua, when there's a drawer the mamayna, and when it's then certainly some should hold that the Allah is Maman Amut of a Safik Chalkin Beloishvua, where there's Lekker Dar the Mamayna, and where it's Ikala Maymar, Ditravayahi, thus again. Lema Masnis and the Loike Sumchis that says the Gemara no. Afilu Tema Sumchis. Lema, I'll tell you that the mission is going even according to Sumchis. Shvua Zuma Drabanon He. Meaning, the mission is going according to Sumchis. Meaning, even Sumchis, who holds Maman Amut of a Safik, Chalkin, If that's the case, why is there Shvur in our Mishnah? This Shvur in our Mishnah is a Shvur the Rabbanon, and the reason the Rabbanon imposed the Shvur is Kidder Rabbi Yechenon. It's based on something Rabbi Yechenon said. I'm Rabbi Yechenon, Rabbi Yechenon said, Shvur's with the Kanas Chachamim, he, this Shvur's with the Kanas Chachamim, Shleik. You shouldn't have people going over to their friends and chopping on the talis and schlepping him into Vesnin, setting up a Shnayim Meichs and the talis situation. And this person is going to say it belongs to me. Meaning, because this is such a prevalent chash that you could have Shnayim Meichs and the talis. How so? person goes over to his friend, he chops him the rackle, and he schleps him into bed. You have these two people, it's mine, it's yours. So to prevent something like this from happening, Chazal said that even though ordinarily, but over here, we don't want something like this to happen. Here we're going to say, In other words, based on the Shulchan Aruch, according to Sumchis, according to Sumchis, with this drug, and it's why then is there a shvur? It's a special takkanas chacham. Has nothing to do with the rules and regulations of Maman Amut Basafik. The reason is simply and push it based on the fact that we were afraid. Now, just to be clear, the Gemara mentioned Rabbi Yochanan to explain sumchis. Stimming with our Mishnah. Going to the Chachamim, you don't have to come on to Rabbi Yechem. Going to the Chachamim, could be the Chachamim hold that every time there's Maman Amotu Basafik, Talach is Chalkin, Bishvua. There is no Chachamim anywhere who ever said to the contrary. It was Sumchis who holds Maman Amotu Basafik is Chalkin, Bishvua. So how come in our Mishnah, where it's a Maman Amotu Basafik is a Chalkin, Bishvua? But Enochinami, according to the Chachamim, the reason there's a shvur in our Mishnah is because our Mishnah is Maman Amotu Basafik and maybe the Chachamim Hol. Maman Amotu Basafik is Chalkin Bishvur. What did the Chachamim Hol Bashash and Rakhsapar is that called the Bedin? Hamoitzim Mechaveri all over Now, we're not going to speak out raid, but the Rajba asks a very obvious Kasha before we go weiter. And it's going to play itself out a little bit later in the Daf again. So I think this is just Negei understanding Pashm Shah and the Gemara. And that is, so the Gemara was muching. The Gemara didn't understand. If Sumchis holds, Maman Amut of Asafik, Chalkin Belay Shvua, how come Shnayim Oichas Metalis, Dalach is, Yachloikin Beshvua? And Labasayif, the Gemara said, Kid Rabbi Yechanan. Really, you shouldn't have to swear, but Rabbi Yechanan said, Shvua Zu Takonas Chachomim, Shlo Yehei Kolecha Dechad Hoylech Vetoikev, Betalisa Shal Chaveir Vaim Shalihu. Freight the Rajba, why did the Gemara need to and come up with a new reason for why it is In yesterday's daf, the Gemara, when it discussed why 
was the first part of the Mishnah, Tartik Tani. And Tana Mekachamamkir. So the Gemara said Sricha. You need both. And we chazit this over in the introduction to the Daf. It's because really there's an inherent flaw with the whole Shavu of the Mishnah. You have a person, your Chashit, that he's not telling the truth. Your Chashit, that he's a Gazl. So what are you going to tell him to do swear? If he's a Gazl, he's going to swear falsely. So what did the Gemara say? The Gemara said, because we suspect that this person is really not a Gazan. What he is is a Meiraheter. And being that all he is is a Meiraheter, get him to swear like this, he'll walk away. In other words, the purpose of the Shavu was. Because we suspect that maybe this person is Meir Hatter, I mean that maybe this person is Meir Hatter, so by us making him swear, we'll be able to get down to the bottom of it. In other words, the Gemara already explained why it is that there's a Shvu in our Mishnah, which Lachur would answer the Leim Masisa, the Leim Kesumchas. Leim Masisa, the Leim Kesumchas, Mamanamotu Basafi, Chalkabalai Shvu, Hakamanunzer, and Mishnah is a Shvu, and the Teretz is, and our Mishnah is a Shvu, because we suspect that the person is Meir Hatter, because it's a very unique case. It's not Shoshanaga Chasapara, it's Zayam Ranimitzas, Zayam Ranimitzas, we're dealing with an Aveda, as far as to be Meir Hatter by Aveda. Or it's Zayam Kulshu, Zayam Kulshu, the Mekachamemker, where they both made the payment, this is far to be Meir Hatter when it comes to Mekachamemker. Thus, we're going to impose the Shvu. You know who said this, by the way, is Rapapato. On that basement alf. It was actually Rapapa, some say Rafsimi Berashi, and some say Kadi. We'll call it Rapapa. So fake the Rajba that why did the Gemara in order to say that Sumchis Kishtim with our Mishnah have to come up with Kidir Abyoichanon, that Shvu Azuta Khanas Khachomishlo Kalachadhoilik Vitoiki Vitalisa Shahaber Vaimishaliu, the Gemara could have just said what we already knew, and that is Rapapa of Davbeis and Baba Mitzi of fame, who said that the reason there's a shvu is because we're concerned the person's gonna be Maira Hatter. That's a svar you have in Shlaim Mikes Metal, it's not a svar that you have in a regular Shoshanaga Khasaparo. And as a result, that's why over here, although Sumchas usually holds Khalkamala Shvu, here there's a shvu. And the Rajbis the Gemara could have said that. And the only reason the Gemara shtel to Rabbi Yechanan is because Rabbi Yechanan said Bepem Mole. He literally said it with Bokzener. Shvu Azu Takonas He said those words that this Shvu is a special Shvu. The Papa also said it, but he didn't say it so geschmack. And therefore, the Gemara wants to bring out the terrets in a very sharp way in the words, L'shoni Azov and Rabbi Yechanan, who said, Shvu Azutakonas Chachamimi. That's why the Gemara brought Rabbi Yechanan. But really, 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 Leim Masis and the Loi Kasumchis, you didn't even have to come on to Rabbi Yechanan. All you had to know was, and you could have answered the kasha. You could have said that the whole purpose of the shvuah is to try to get the meirahetet to come clean. That's as far you have in and the That's not as far you have over there. Just to recap what we just said, so the Mishnah says shnei meichs and betalis yachloiku Why is there a shvuah? Yachloiku. Why yachloiku b'shvuah? According to Rapapa, it's because we think the person maybe is being meirahetet. He's not going to swear falsely. Don't to swear. And like this, we'll know the truth. Rabbi Yochanan said, It's a takonas chachamim, shlo yehi kolechad echad, hoylech v'toike v'talisa shel chavera. According to the chachamim, that never even said a halach of mamon amotav asafik, chol kabalei shvua, I don't know, maybe the chachamim hold that every time there's mamon amotav asafik, this is the halacha. Could be has nothing to do with the chashash, she's being my reheter. It could be has nothing to do with a special takonas chachamim, shlo yehi kolechad echad, hoylech v'toike v'talisa shel chavei, v'ayim yashaliyu. But could be, this is just a more general idea, that when there's mamon amotav asafik, you don't know what to do, the halacha is chalkin, and how are you chalkin? You're chalkin v'shvua. Either way, we turn our attention from Leimah Masnissen, the Loike Sumchis, to Leimah Masnissen, the Loike Rabbi Yossi. Zok Tegemaru, Leimah Masnissen, the Loike Rabbi Yossi. We see my first glance at our Mishnah is not 
Like the Tanner, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yosi. Because if you're going to tell me the Tanner, Rabbi Mishnah is like Rabbi Yosi. Ha'omar, Rabbi Yosi said, Im Kain ma hifsid ramai elo hakol yehe munach adshi yove elio. Who's this Rabbi Yosi? So Rabbi Yosi is mentioned in a Mishnah in Perka Mafke. And Aflamid Zayin Amaralf. The case over there is where two people went over to a Shomer and they asked him, Can you watch our money? So we're going to see later, the two people actually came together. One person gave the Shimer $100 to watch, and the other person gave the Shimer $200 to watch. Either way, the two people come to the Shimer and they say, I want my money that I gave you to watch. He said, sure, no problem. But a fight broke out. One person said that I was the one that gave you the $200, and the other person said that I was the one that gave you the $200. In other words, they're fighting over... Which one gave the $200 to watch and which one gave the $100 to watch? And there was a machloikis Rabbi Yossi and the Chachomim, how exactly you're supposed to go about that. The Chachomim say that in this case, we know for sure that each person gave him $100. Meaning for sure, $100 belongs to Ruvain and $100 belongs to Shimon. What are they fighting about? They're fighting about the mana shlishi. They're fighting about the third mana, the third hundred zuz, the third hundred dollars. He's saying it belongs to me. He says he belongs to me. Say the chachamim. We don't know what to do. It's mama amotu besafich yehemunach atchiyave elio. We're going to put it away until yo another yo tishbi is going to come. He's going to tell us who it belongs to. By the way, we've mentioned in the past the chida who brings this as one of his rayas that even though teru lebi shemayim but if elio anavi would be megala mitzios, he would be believed yehemunach literally atchiyave elio. Rabbi Yossi says more than that. Rabbi Yossi says, you know what you do? What you do is you take the full 300 zoos and all of that is munach achiyav elio. And Rabbi Yossi said the reason it has to be that way is because in Cain, if you're going to paskin like the Chacham in paskin, mahiv sid ramai. The ramai is not going to lose anything. Meaning, in this case, the ramai has literally a free option. He can walk into Bezdin and he can say, oh, by the way, I'm the one that gave you the 200, not the 100. There's no downside because Mamar he's going to get 100, which is what he gave, and you can take a flyer. I don't know, maybe I'm going to end up getting the extra $100. It's too convenient for the Ramai, assuming that's what this person is, to strategize and figure out a way to make a, a dishonest buck. So it's for that reason Rabbi Yossi said, we need to figure out a way to disincentivize you. So, if you walk into Bezin and say you're the one that gave the $200 and you can't prove it, you're going to lose everything. So, if the person knows that he can lose everything, he's disincentivized from lying. And therefore, what we do is, is we say everything is going to be munachat shiavaliyos. So again, what's the halacha? The halacha is... According to the Chachamim, it's the mana shlishi, the mana she'alze anudan, the mana that we're not sure whether it belongs to this guy or that guy. That's munachat yo. According to Rabbi Yosi, hakol yehe munach for the reason of mahiv sidram. So the Gemara says, leim amasis and the like Rabbi Yosi. It would seem that our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yosi. Meaning our Mishnah that said shnei moichsim betalus what's talochi yachloiku b'shvua. We have a moment able to be suffik. What you do is you take. The moment you tell each person to swear and yachloiku, that's not Rabbi Yosi. What did Rabbi Yosi say? Rabbi Yosi said, Hakol munach So what should we do according to Rabbi Yosi? We should take the talis, we should put it away until Yohanavi is going to come. Says the Gemara, my Rabbanon. So you're going to tell me the Mishnah is not Rabbi Yosi. Who is the Mishnah? It's the Rabbanon. It's got to be 
either Rabbi Yossi or the Rabbanon. But the Gemara says, Kibit Ami Rabbanon Asher, Yehim Urechachi Avaliyo, being that the Rabbanon Amoyta, that as it relates to the Mono Shlishi, that third Mono, that is Yehim Urechachi Avaliyo, Hanami Kishar Domi, Lachur, the Shnai Mechsamatalis, is like the third Mono. Why this fake here? Because there's a Suffolk meaning. Even the Rabbanon Amoyta to Rabbi Yossi, that if you have Momin and you're not sure who this Mono belongs to, Yehim Urechachi Avaliyo, Rabbi Yossi was Mechadish, that even the money that you know for sure belongs to Ruven, and the money you know for sure belongs to Shimon should be But everybody was in agreement, that was a consensus, that the money that we're not sure about is for sure going to be Munach Ad Our mission of Shai Meichsa Metalis is Mamana Mutabasafik, and if that's the case, even the Chachamim should hold that Yehimunachachiavaliyo. So you tell me, name him Asisan to like Rabbi Yossi, as if according to the Rabbanan it stems, I don't see why our Mishnah stems any better with the Rabbanan than it does with Rabbi Yossi. But the Mar says, Hi, hey, it's not a Sushtali, I'm Rabbi Shlemi Rabbanan, Bishlemi, if Tanamish is a Rabbanan. So I can make a distinction between Shnai Bechs and Metalis and the Mono Shlishi. Over there, we know for sure that the Mono belongs to one of them. It's over there, Amri Rabbanon, that the Rabbanon said, Meaning, the money for sure belongs either to Ruven or to Shimon. One of these two people gave 200, the other one gave 100. So that extra money belongs to the person that gave 200. It's for sure this person or it's for sure that person. Being that we don't know who it belongs to, and if it for sure belongs to one of them, we're not going to just cut the baby in half. That's not something we're going to do. Thus, But over here it's possible that really the talis belongs to both of them. Again, we keep on seeing this idea playing itself out in understanding the lumbus and the methodology of the Mishnah. Because it could be they found the Bavazach, even though it's not what they're saying, but it could be that's what happened. And it could be they bought the Bavazach. Because again, even though that's not what they're saying, it could be that's what happened. But being that Yachloiku could be the Emes, it could be it's near and then that the Chachamim said that Allah is going to be Cholkim. Thus, Amrabanim Palgi Vishvua. So according to the Rabbanan, I can hear the rationale. But if you're going to tell me the time of the mission is going to be Rabbi Yossi, where each person for sure owned the mono. Rabbi Yossi said not just Yehimunach on the mono Shlishi. He said Yehimunach even on the mono Rishon and the mono Shedi, right? Even on what for sure belongs to Reuven and Shimon is Yehimunach. Thus, Rabbi Yossi holds that the Svaru of Yehimunach at is so strong that even if I know for sure this is yours and for sure this is yours, but if there's a general moment I'm up to and I'm worried about a Ramai, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to say Hakol Yehimunachachio. No, so Hach over here the Iklamei the Chad Minayuhu over here where you don't know for sure that it belongs Chatsi to you, Chatsi to you. It's only Eimer the Travayu, but it's also possible not. So like Kolshkein, so certainly in this case the Halacha should be Yehimunachachio Avelio, meaning. The Gemara is saying that in the Rabbanon, it could be the only time they said, is when, if we're going to say, we're for sure going to get it wrong. But to the extent that if we say, maybe we're going to get it right, for sure they would prefer, as if the Rabbanon would say, we like, it's good, it's pshara, it makes everybody happy. But only if it's possible that that's the emes. If it's for sure not the emes, we're not going to say achloiku. Then we'll say That's a very reasonable, rational way of approaching Chayisha Mishpah. Makes a lot of sense in the world of dinin. So maybe that's what's going on over here. But in Rabbi Yossi, you can't say that because you see Rabbi Yossi said even when we know for sure we're taking money away from somebody. So if we say yehimunach, even when we know for sure somebody's going to lose kavuchaymer, we say yehimunach. 
in a situation where if we say Yachloiku, it's only maybe that each person's going to get what he's supposed to get. So the bottom line is to make the Rabbanu Shtim with our Mishnah, that seems like something that we can do. Oh, but to make Rabbi Yossi Shtim with the Mishnah at first class, that seems difficult. But the Mara says, no, if you will tell me Rabbi Yossi, I'll tell you our mission is going even according to Rabbi Yossi. What's the chilek? So the Gemara says two chiluk. Number one, hasam over there vada ikaramai. Over there, there's for sure a ramai. And being that there's for sure a ramai, right? One person is for sure lying. Being that one person is for sure lying, so it's for that reason. What do we say? What we say is that I want you to know that we're going to take all the money, we're going to put it aside. So the ramai is not going to want to lose his mana. He thought maybe he'd get an extra mana. Therefore, doing that is going to accomplish what it's supposed to accomplish. But it's predicated on the fact that there's a vaday ramai. Hoch over here, mi yema de ikar ramai. Over here, you don't for sure have a ramai. Because Because again, it could be that really each person is saying the emes. It could be each person really is entitled to have. And being that really each person picked it up first, each person bought it first. Each person is entitled to have. It could be bechahai gavna. We are going to say that the halacha is not yehemunach. Meaning, could be the only time Rabbi Yosi holds. Just to keep this very, very simple. There's no other way to learn this in an hour. In order to keep this very simple, when does Rabbi Yosi say yehemunach hachiyov eliyot? When there's a vaday ramai. But in our mission, lav dafka a vaday ramai, and mean that there's lav dafka a vaday ramai. So it's for that reason in our mission the halacha is going to be achloku inami. Another nusach of how you could say this is hasam over there konosle Rabbi Yosi le ramai ki Maybe over there we can't sit the Ramai because the benefit of doing that is, is that the person's going to be Maida because nobody wants to lose a mana. So if you tell the person who's lying that, listen, you're lying about the Masayim, you should just know that no one's going to end up getting anything. So the person doesn't want to lose his mana, the liar, he's going to walk away. But Hoch over here, my Pseida Islay, the lady. Over here, there's no Pseida. He's not really losing anything that would incentivize him to be maida. Why is he not losing anything? It's not like he had a mana that he gave someone that now is going to be a munach if he's going to lose. All this was was a metzia. And if the metzia is not his, he's not losing anything. So if the metzia is not his, he's not losing anything. So by saying yehei munach, you're not incentivizing him in any way to be you're not going to say Yehei Munach when do you say Yehei Munach if we think that by saying that it's going to encourage and incentivize the person to come clean but in our Mishnah you don't accomplish that and because you don't accomplish that so it's not good but the Gemara says that's all true for Metziah we know in our mission there's two cases, which is Metziah and which is Mekachememker. In the case of Mekachememker, why? Because if we would say Yehimunach and Mekachememker, what would be Munach? What would be Munach is the talis, and what would be Munach is all the monies that the Moicha received from it. Now, in this case, the other person is going to lose. Because in the Mekachememker, we said that the person that wins gets the talis. But he loses the money, which is what he wants. The person that loses, loses the talis, gets the money, which is what he didn't want. But at the very least, he gets his money. If we're going to say, hey, Munach, it's not just the talis that's going to be Munach. Everything is going to be Munach. And being that everything is going to be Munach, so it's going to come out that this person really is losing. So if that's the case, the second distinction between our Mishnah and the case of the Mona Shlishi is not true. Because if you'd say, hey, Munach, you actually would be incentivizing. It's proof that it's the first parrots of the Gemara, that's the right parrots of the Gemara, and that is, Mishnah can be going even on the Rabbi Yossi. So why Rabbi 
Yosi over there say Yehemunach, and by us, Rabbi Yosi said Cholchem B'Shvua, because Rabbi Yosi says Yehemunach when there's a Vaday Ramai. And our Mishnah is not a Vaday Ramai, I mean that it's not a Vaday Ramai, and our Mishnah, we're not going to say this halach, we're not finished yet, says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, meaning Sai coin to Rabbanon that hold in the case of the Monashlishi. The Monashlishi is Yehemunach Achiovelio. And Sai coin to Rabbi who holds in the case of the Monashlishi. Hakol Yehemunach Achiovelio. Hosom Gabi Chenveni Alpinkosoi. Going back to Benanis' halacha in the case of the Chenveni Alpinkosoi. Again, what was the case? Well, somebody went up to the Chenveni and he says, You know, I owe my Poilum wages. Will you do me a favor? Will you make the payment? The Poilum claimed they never received the wages. The Chenveni claims he made the payment. So Machoik is bananas and the Chacham. The Chachamim say the Poilam swear they never got paid. The Chavili swears that he made the payment, and you the Balabus has to pay. Kefal fly. You have to pay side to the Poilam and side to the Chavili. Bananas says no way because it's going to be a shvur shav over here. But the Chacham Shita was then Nishba Benoitel, then Nishba Benoitel. Frey the Gemara might not the way Amrina Nafkelam Amoyna Mibalabayis V'yehemunach Ad Sheyovay Elio. Why isn't that in that case the halacha is then Nishba Benoitel v'zen Nishba Benoitel? Why don't we say Yehemunach Ad Sheyovay Elio? And the way the Gemara asks the Kasha is the Habavadai Ikaramai. Over there you have the Vadai Ramai. Right? When do you say Yehemunach? You say Yehemunach when there's a Vadai Ramai. Over there you have a Vadai Ramai because someone's not telling the truth. Either the Pailam are not telling the truth or the Chavani is not telling the truth. So right now this Balabas has to pay twice. We have to pay twice. Why don't the Balabas go over to Bezdin, take the money, put it in an escrow account until El Yonavi comes and tells you how to distribute it. It's mamish a situation where each person is making a claim, where there's for sure Ramai, it's more than a Mutavasafik. So why is Manashlishi not the precedent for how you go about that? So the Gemara says, Amri Hasam Hainu Taimo. Over there it's different. Because near the Chevani can tell the Balabais, and this is a little bit wordy. I did your Shlichus. You asked me to make payment to your workers. I did it. My Isli Gabi Sacher. I have. No shaykhs to the sacher. It doesn't work for me. It works for you. I have no relationship with this person. I never really trusted him. I trusted you. You told me to make payment, and I did. Now, so that even if he swears right now to me, and he says that you never paid me, I don't even trust the shvua. Now, you did trust the shvua. Because you never told me to make payment with Adam. Meaning, you trusted me. And you obviously trusted your workers. Because if you didn't trust your workers, you would have told me to pay your workers bifneyedim. I never trusted your workers. I said, why did I make the payment without Adam? Because I trusted you. But I never trusted your workers. Hold that thought. The poil could also tell the balabais. I'm not avdi avidudagabach. I worked for you. I don't know this chenveni. I've never seen this guy. I don't trust him. Even if he swears to me that he paid me, I don't have to be mekabalish for. Meaning, the only time we'll say that you swear, you swear, and we're somehow going to accept that, that's to the extent that each person showed already that on some level he trusts this person and he's willing to be mekabalish for you, do business with the guy, or on some level you show that you have some mnemonis towards him. But if each person 
never demonstrated that they have an amonis towards the other person, so then they become not balidvarim towards each other. And being that they're not balidvarim towards each other, so what happens is each person has a gesunta claim talking about klapi the Now, a claim where one of them we know is not telling the truth. So the way we sort these things out very often is with a shvuah. Each one of these people are going to swear, and by them swearing, they'll be able to take from the balabais. Just explain this a little bit better. If the two people had a claim against each other, so then you have like a shnai moichs and the talis, where two people are walking to Bezin and they're fighting over something. In that case, you can argue, Yehimunachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
two people walked into Basin and they're both holding on to the talus. If two people are holding on to a talus, we the Herod as each person for sure owns half of the talus. It is an Anan Sahadi Ki'ilu that each person is Muxik and he owns whatever it is he's holding on to. Says Toysfis, if that's the case, I have a little bit of a problem. Why? Because the Gemara on Dafkim Alamed Aleph made a whole ASIC about Nebu Masnis and Deloy. What was the case of Rabbi Yoisi? The Manashlishi, where two people gave a Pakadim for somebody to watch. And over there, the Allah is Yehimura Chachiyav Yosi says, "Akol The Chachamim say only the Manashlishi, and the Gemara didn't understand how it stems with our Mishnah. Now, if I'm right, says Toisvus, that our Mishnah is unique because Oichs and Shani, because the two people are holding on to the talus, and when you're Oichs, and that's when the halacha is Yachloiku, as opposed to, for example, Hahu Arva, where the halacha was called Dalim Gavar. Why? Because it was a ship, and no person, even the Olim, was able to walk in holding that ship. Well, if the halach of our Mishnah is dafka, where it's oichsin by the manashlishi, who's holding on to it? It's the shamer that's holding on to it. So there's no oichsin, right? The case is who gave it to the shamer? So Frey Toysvis, so what was the Gemara's sushtel of the manashlishi to our Mishnah? Says Toysvis, the manashlishi, the medami, the Gemara, the talis, choshev ahusha hanifkad toyfes becheskat Shomer Kekadin is always viewed as an extension of the owner of this Pekadin. The Gemara says that a Pekadin called Hecha de Isa, Beshusa de Mara Isa. That's why Rav Shesha says in the end of Baba Kama, Koifa Pekadin is called a Gaza, because you're stealing really from the Rishos of the Bala Pekadin, because wherever it is, it's really in his Rishos. So if somebody is holding a Pekadin for two people, the way we see it in Lamdas is as if those two people are holding on to it. And mean that we see it as if the two people are actually holding on to it. So it's Doimit Teshnai Meichs and that's why the Gemara Shtel Tzu, the Manashlishi Teshnai Meichs But the bottom line is, is what emerges from this Tosis is that there's actually another case of Maman Amotobasafik. We have Shnai Meichs and Metalis with Alachis Chokin. We have the case of Chenveni Alpen Kasai with the Chachamim Shita is Zen Nishba Venaital, Vizen Nishba Venaital. We have Maman Amut of Asafik, where it's Machlaik Sumchas and the Chachamim, whether it's Chalkim Eloy Shvua or whether it's Hamoitzim Mechaveri Alvaraya. We have the case of the Manashlishi, where the Halach is Yemunachachi Avaliyo, Machlaik Srabiyas and the Chachamim, whether it's only the Manashlishi, whether it's Akoy Yemunachachi Avaliyo. And then we have Ahu Arva, where the Halach is going to be called the Alam Gava. And each one has its own unique situations. What's unique about Shnai Meichsen Metalis? The Eichsen. They're both holding on to it. Anan Sa'adi that your half belongs to you and Anan Sa'adi that your half belongs to you. What was unique about Shoshanaga Chesapara? The Gemara said, Durara de Mamayna. What's unique about Monash Lishi? We're dealing with a Vadai Ramai. What's unique about the Chenveni Alpen Kasei? Each person doesn't know the other guy. Each person has a direct claim. What's unique about Ahu Arva? There are no Eichsen. Again, overly simplified. But the bottom line is, just to get a feel, each one of these cases has its unique flavor, has its unique Tchuna, and it's for that reason they're all their unique Sugya. What makes Bava Metziah, Daf Beis and Daf Gimel, such a Shas Daf and a half. And a daf that in yeshiva, I think they spend as much time on as any daf in Shaz, maybe Ksubah's daf test, but it's definitely up there, right? It's because there's so much going on over here. There's so many different cases which touch on so many different cases. Each one has its nuance. We do what we do, which is we go back to either way. So we turn our attention, really, from the first daf and a half here in Bava Metziah to 
The next sugya, which is known as the sugya of Rabchia Kamaisa, which, as we'll see, very much is a continuation of what we've been learning. So we're familiar with the halacha of Moedim Amiktas. What's a Moedim Amiktas? Somebody goes off to his friend, he says, you owe me $100. He says, 50. So the halacha is the 50 he has to pay. He has to pay the $50. As it relates to the other 50, he swears that he doesn't owe it. And he's going to be off the hook. He's not going to have to make that payment. That shvua of Moedim Amiktas is one of the three shvuas they raise us. Even though we're already become familiar with a whole bunch of shvuas. Think of all the shvuas we've had here on that base. But these are all shvuas to Rabbanah. There's three times we swear a shvuah de raisa. We're applicable. And shvuah supports the claim of someone that you owe this person money. That law is that as it relates to Mammon, you're going to have to swear, swear a shvuah de raisa. Says the Gemara with that introduction. Tani Rabchia, If somebody goes off with his friend and he says, "You owe me a money," he says, "I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know you anything." And now Edom step forward and the Edom say that this person really owes him. Not a mana, but he owes him half a money. He owes him 50 zos. So a mana is 100 zos. So the Edom say that he owes him 50 zos. So the Allah is nice like Hamishim zos. He has to give 50 zos. That's easy. Why does he have to give 50 zos? There's two Edom that are saying he owes 50 zos. And he swears, Shvuas Mixas, quote unquote, with regards to the other 50. Now, it's a little bit of a Kiddish. There's something called Shvuas Maidim Amixas, but this person wasn't Maidim Amixas. He was Kaifra Kol. There's Edim Amixas. So said Rabchia, the reason is It has to be that way. Because it's not possible, based on the logic of Kalvachaymer, that Hadas Piv should be Machai of a person more than Hadas Edim. If the person would be Maidim, Maidim Amixas, on half, he would have to swear now that he doesn't owe the other half. Well, if that's the case, if Edim say that you owe half, certainly you would have to swear that you don't owe the other half. If Hadas Baldin is enough to be Machai of you, a Shvua, on the half that you were a Maidim, then Hadas Edim has to be enough to be Machai of you, a Shvua, for the half that there's no Edim on. How do I know that, said Rabchia? Based on a Kalvachimer, meaning there's a Kalvachimer that Rabchia is going to flesh out that argues that if Piv could be Mechayev Yushvua, Kalvachimer Edom could be Mechayev Yushvua. And Rabchia continued, and he said, V'tanatuna, and I'll bring you a raya to my halacha from our Mishnah, Shnayim Moichsen Metalis, Zeh Oimra Nimitzasiya V'chulu, what's the V'chulu? The halacha is Yachloiku B'shvua. Said Rabchia, in our Mishnah, V'hach over here, Kivan the Tafis, being that each person is toughest, right? Each person is oichsen, anan sahadi, like Tosfus said on the base of an aleph, the maide toughest haidi dehu, who maide toughest haidi dehu. That each person really owns what it is that he's holding on to. Vikhani yishava, and still you see that lochas yishava, thus in our Mishnah you see that if two Adam would say that a person owns half of what it is. This person is claiming this person owns that lochet is he would have to swear shvur de raisa, he would have to swear shvur us. In other words, Rabchia had a big chiddish in how he understood the shvur of our Mishnah. Shnaim Baikhsan Batalis, Yachloiku Bishvur. Rabchia understood this shvur is a shvur de raisa, it's not a shvur de rabbana. And this shvur is shvuas moide bemixas. What's the moide bemixas? So if you think about it, two people walk into Bezin. I claim this is 100% mine. You claim it's 100% yours. Clap your claim that it's 100% yours. I'm denying it 100%. You said, you said, I'm saying, which is another way of saying 
Not you, Mitzosia. So your claim, Ani Mitzosia, that this is mine, and give me my talus, I'm kai for akal. I'm saying, no, Ani Mitzosia. The talus doesn't belong to you. Now, you are holding on to the talus. So am I. So you're holding on really to half of the talus. You holding on to half of the talus is a nansahadi, it's like edus, that you owe half the talus. So really what you have over here is a person telling his friend that this is my talus. No, it's not. I have eaten that half of it is mine. Now, each person is doing the same thing to the other person because each person is saying animitzasiya. The other person's claim of animitzasiya is a kaifra on that animitzasiya. Each person is oichsen. So each person has an ansahadi. But the bottom line is, if you individualize these two claims, you're a kaifra where there's Adam saying that for sure half of it belongs to the other person. And what's the halacha? Yachloiko. And you need to swear. Oh, this is mamish. Said that if a person claims to his friend a more traditional case, he says, and there's Adam that I'm Adam that he owns half. So the Allah is the is that he has to swear shvuas now you said, I know it based on a Isn't that what's going on over here? So the Gemara now dissects this a little bit. Says the Gemara, which is a long winded way of saying, says Rashi, that why did Rabchia even need a Kalvachimer? Meaning, Rabchia said that if why would you think it's different? Meaning, Mehecha Tesi says Rashi, those words. Mehecha Tesi, there should be a difference between Haidas Piv and Hadas Eden that Rabchia needed a Kalvachimer to explain his position. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why Rabchia needed a Kalvachimer. Shaloi Toymar, because without a Kalvachimer, you could have argued, Haidas Piv, who the Rami Rachmanashfu, Leo Kidirabo, that it could be Davka if the person's physically made of a mixas. It's over there that you have a Shfu de Raisna based on something Rabba said, as opposed to Hadas Eden, where you don't have the Svar of Rabba. Maybe over there you don't have Shfu made of mixas. What did Rabba say? I'm a Rabba. Rabba said, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell Why is it that I'm going to tell you, Swears, so said Rabbi Chazaka. It's based on a Chazaka. Ain't other mayus ponder with Nebal Chayva. That a person is not willing to be mayus ponder with Nebal Chayva. Meaning, if somebody lends somebody money and then he goes over to him and he says, "Where's my money?" Chazal trusted; they had faith in mankind that this person would not be mayus ponder, and he would say that I don't really owe you the money. And if that's the case, when this person was made of a mixas, we can argue that the high bekule the nikbere. Really, this person would have loved to have been kaiver akal. Yeah. The best thing to do. The reason he didn't was is because his conscience didn't allow him. And therefore, it wasn't something he was willing to do. Rabbi continued. He said, Really, this person wanted to be Maida. Meaning, because of the Svar of Eino Dameis Panov, he would have loved to come clean. The reason he wasn't Maida is Ishtamute who would come Ishtamimine. He's just trying to evade the person a little bit, right? He's just evading the creditor. He's trying to buy a little bit of time. So, because he's made, 
figures at the Havalizuzi of Bananale. When I come up with the money, then I'm going to make the payment. It's for that reason, because of these aforementioned svaras, which we'll explain in a second, that the Torah said, we impose a shvu on this person, like this, we'll get him to be might. But when it comes to Edom, you don't have this whole shtickle Torah, then you would have thought, not, that's why Rabbi needed a Kavachaymer to make the basic elementary case that there should be a Shavuos Maidim Amixas, even when the person wasn't Maidim Amixas, but all you have is Edim Amixas. In other words, the Gemara said that if you understand why a Maidim Amixas swears, you would realize that really it's unique to a Maidim Amixas, as opposed to where we know from some other source, albeit the best source imaginable, Edim, that this person owns Mechza. Maidim Amixas Yeshava has a time of the Kra that's a little bit complex, and it's that that begets the rule of Shvua, and it's something that is unique to Maida, doesn't apply to Edom, and that's why Pchini needed Kavachem. So what is the time of the Quran Maida makes us? So Rabbi said, it's based on Chazaka, Eino, the Meis, Pono, Bifnei, Balchayva. And really, this person would have loved to have been Kaifra Akal. The only reason he wasn't is because of this idea of Eino, the Meis, Pono, Bifnei, Balchayva. Additionally, it's based on the fact that this person would have loved to have been Maida. And the reason he wasn't Maida was make him swear, and this will address all the issues. So the way Rashi explains it, depending on the sugya, I think the right way to talk this through is different. But there's really four things. When we learned about the Kama, we said five. But there's really four things that are bothering Rabbi. Number one, why does a Maida mix a swear? Number two, why does a Kaifra Kail not swear? Very simple. Push it. Nothing fancy. Why is the Maidim makes us swear? Why does the Kaifra Kail not swear? Additionally, why is it that a Maidim makes us swear? A viffle, if the person would have been Kaifra Kail, he would not have had to have sworn. So every Maidim makes us should be believed with a Migu that he could have been Kaifra Kail. Meaning, he could have just denied, 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 and he would have been off the hook. He would not have had to have sworn. This person would have to come prove that he owes him money. Now that he was made of a mixas, he's a Meshav Aveda, now that he was willing to give away half, all of a sudden we make it more stringent and we force this person to swear. Additionally, Rabbi was bothered that I have a fundamental flaw with the whole concept of made of a mixas. And that is to the extent that you're making this person swear, it's obvious because you think that this person is lying. Meaning, he's willing to hold somebody's money that really he's not supposed to hold. Well, if the person's a chashen amamayinah, then we should say, Miku the chashen amamayinah, chashen ashvuasa. If you think this guy might be a ganav, so then why do you trust him all of a sudden with his shvuah? So Rabbi said a whole shnukotayr. Rabbi said that you want to know why this moedah b'miksas doesn't have a migu that he could have been kaifra akal because chazaka ain't other meyaz panah b'fnei bal no person is willing to ever be kaifra akal. There's a chazaka, a person wouldn't do that. So you can't say, Migu, you could have done something that a person would never do. So to say, Migu, you should be believed that you could have been kaifra akal, that in and of itself is not really a good argument. Now, this person, if he's such an Ehrlicher guy, and he's an Eyad, 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 so then why is he not just being Maidas? Let him pay. And to the extent that 
you think he's being this Erlich that you shouldn't trust the Shvur. The Teretz is that this person could be a very Erlich guy, but at the same time, maybe he's just trying to buy some time simply because of Ishtamute Kamishtamit. He's just trying to give Zachanaitza, try to finagle a few dollars. Like this, he should be able to make his, his payment. So, really, when he denied. The other half, we don't see him as being a real koifer on that other half, but really what we think is he's an ishtamut kamashtamit, but not necessarily a chashin amamayna. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell him to swear. By him swearing now, to the extent he's an Erlich person, he won't swear falsely. He's like this, we'll know the emes. And if he doesn't swear, so he'll come clean. Again, we'll know the emes. But the purpose of the shvuah is to prevent this Indian of ishtamute kamishtamit. So you want to know why a maidab mixa swears? It's because the minute he's maidab mixa, now there's a raglaim lodavar that maybe he's an ishtamute kamishtamit. And it's for that reason it makes sense to go ahead and swear. If a person is kaifra kail, you want to know why he doesn't swear? The reason the kaifra kail doesn't swear is because. If anything, this person is just a liar. Because usually people wouldn't deny if there was Erlichkeit to it, because Chazaka ain't other may is of Nebal The Teretz is this person might be lying. To the extent that he's lying, he's a Chashin Amamayna, who's Chashin Ashfuasa. His Shfu is not going to have any value, anyways. The bottom line is, Rabbi said the reason a Maidab makes the swears is because there's a little bit of a hunch that Bezdin has that he's in Ishtamute Kamishtamit. Where does the hunch come from? From the fact that he was Maidab Mixas. That you only have, says the Gemara, when you're physically Maidab Mixas. In a case where a person says Manali and the other guy is when Adam come and say that he owes half, that person is a regular chashid amamayna. First, he was a chashid amamayna on the half because he was a kaifrakal. He wasn't a moedim amixas. He wasn't like in ishtamuti kamishtam. He's a nice guy who's just trying to avoid his creditors. No, he was a kaifrakal. And oh, by the way, he's a proven shakra now because Adam already said that this person owed half when he really was kaifrakal. And you don't have this far of ishtamuti kamishtam by a kaifrakal. That's far you only have when the person's moedim amixas. So you're going to tell him to go ahead and swear now? You don't have the whole svar of Rabbah. Therefore, Rabchia, in order to make the argument that a person should be chayav shvur deiraisa, where you have adas edim, not hoidas atzmoi, he had to come on to a kavuchaymer. And the kavuchaymer is madach hoidas atzmoi, the Allah is you swear, then kavuchaymer, when it comes to adas edim, you're going to have to swear as well. Now, all the Rishonim asked the obvious kasha. At the end of the day, if this person is a chashan amamoyna, because he was Kaifra Kail and Adam proved that he really owed half the money, so how do you trust the Shvuah? Same Migudu Khashanamaina Khashadashvuah. So that's part of the Avoidah of learning this Gemara a little bit more properly. But the bottom line is, is Rabkhiya said that if a Maidab Miksa swears for De Raisa, Kavakhaimah does. Adam swears for De Raisa. Why do you need a Kavakhaimer? Mehechatesilam Lamedik that you shink think it should be to the contrary. It's because if you understand the time of the Quran, you would recognize that it's related to Ishtamute Kamashtamit, that you have when a person is physically If a person is physically you don't have it. To the contrary, if you're and certainly when Eidim come, now already you're a Chashid Amamayna, who should be Chashid Ashvuasna. It would be a Chiddush to say that there should be a Chiyav Shvuah. Rabbi is the one who said the Chiddush and he said it based on the Kabbalah. We're going to stop here. But just to make one more sikum on the daf as it relates to this last prat, and that is that in the Mishnah, Shnai Mechs and Metalist, the Allah is Yachloiku B'Shvu. Why a Shvu? I want to say Yachloiku, now that we saw at least the words of Toysviz, Anad Zahadi, Anad Zahadi, Oichs and Shani, I got it. But why B'Shvu? 
Rapapa said, it's because we're concerned that the person's really not a Ganav, he's being Moira Hatter, and I think the Shvu is going to get this person to come clean. Rabbi Yochanan said, the Gemara seemed to have suggested that it could be according to the Chachamim that argue with Sumchas and hold Mom and you don't say, Yachloiku. Could be we're their Oichsin with Allah's Yachloiku. It's always Yachloiku Bishwal. Meaning every Yachloiku is always Bishwal. Maybe that's the Shita Sachacham. The only one we know to the contrary is Sumchas. But maybe according to the Chachamim, every Yachloiku is always with a Shvu. Rabchia is the new Mahalach. Rabchia holds the reason the Shvu, it's Shvu Smaidim and Mixas. Rabchia holds the Tano Tuna, Shloitehe Adas, Piv, Gedoyla, Meadas, Edamikal Vachaymer, that it's literally a Maidim and Mixas. Where's the Maidim and Mixas over here? Because each person is saying, Kula Shali, you owe me that talis. The other person is saying, Kula Shali, he's being Kaifer Akoil. Each person is Oichs and Dots, he's Muchsa can have. So it's as if they're Edam on half. What you have over here is a Maidim and Mixas. Another reason why there would be a shvur in our Mishnah, and again, we're just getting started. Ezra Hashem will pick up this note tomorrow.